Thanks for listening to The Adam Carolla Show on Podcast One. Hey guys, we're using Poshmark and you should too. Do you have things that you don't wear anymore? Poshmark is seriously the easiest way to make room in your closet, make some cash, and also snag a bargain. It's the coolest reseller with the best brands like Lululemon, Nike Reformation, and Gucci for up to 70% off. DJ Khaled has a closet and Serena Williams. Download the app today. Enter Podcast 10 when you sign up for $10 off your first purchase on Poshmark. Saving starts with internet and wireless from Xfinity. Because when you get Xfinity Internet and add mobile, you can save up to $400 a year on wireless. Enjoy fast, reliable internet at home and nationwide 5G on the go, included at no extra cost. Get Xfinity Internet and Mobile together and ask how to get an eligible 5G phone on us. And for a limited time, $300 back. Don't miss out. Go to Xfinity.com slash start saving. Call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Savings based on optimized pricing. Actual savings may vary. This show is sponsored in part by Simply Safe. If you have 30 seconds, you never have to worry about uh, break-ins ever again. Protect yourself with Simply Safe. Go to Simply Safe Two Eyes. SimplySafe.com slash Adam. Choose the sensors you need and uh, get help from their experts. They'll get to get the box out to your house. You'll be up and running in about half an hour. Get that custom system and a free security camera at simplysafe.com slash Adam. All right. Well, we're going to catch up on Brian and Gina and their trials and tribulations from the vacation week. Figure out uh, where they went and what they did. Also, um, we got a caller who's uh, he's a mailman, but he's an expert on threesomes because he's been in a lot of them. And it's going to bring an interesting perspective to uh, our numbers breakdown. First, I'll tell you about Geico. Do you own, do you rent your home? Well, you do one or the other. And then there's your automotive policy. How about you get your bundle working? How about you take your automotive policy and bundle it up with your homeowners or your renter's insurance? And it's easy to do when you go to geico.com, get a quote, see just how much you could save and how easy it is to save when you get your bundle happening at geico. That is geico.com. Do you want to know what it's like to hang out with MS-13 in El Salvador? How the Russian mafia fought battles all over Brooklyn in the 1990s? Or what about that time I got lost in the Burmese jungle hunting the world's biggest meth lab? Or why the Japanese Yakuza have all those crazy dragon tattoos? I'm Sean Williams. And I'm Danny Gold. And we're the hosts of the Underworld Podcast. We're journalists that have traveled all over reporting on dangerous people and places. And every week, we'll be bringing you a new story about organized crime from all over the world. We know this stuff because we've been there. We've seen it. And we've got the near misses and embarrassing tales to go with it. We'll mix in reporting with our own experiences in the field, and we'll throw in some bad jokes while we're at it. The Underworld Podcast explores the criminal underworlds that affect all of our lives, whether we know it or not. Available wherever you get your podcasts. From Corolla One Studios in Glendale, California, this is the Adam Corolla Show. Adam's guest today... Stuntman Eddie Braun. With Gina Grad on news and Bald Brian on sound effects, and now, Volleyball Dad, Adam Carolla. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on the truth. We're going to to get it on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling a friend. We love that about you, right, Gina Grad? That's right. And Bald Brian. You say when. <laughs> I, um,. Let's see. Grateful. What am I grateful for? Well, uh, volleyball. 
My oh. uh, daughter made the uh, varsity team. Hell yeah. And I'm grateful for that. Now. She's all balls. What I'm, uh, I'm not. Was I telling you? I know I've talked about this story all those years ago when I was trying to convince her the coach didn't like her. Was I yes. talking about that on this yes. podcast but, recently? A while, a while ago. You should refresh people. Oh, yeah. I mean, when it happened, it was yeah. like three years ago, maybe maybe more. Probably the last time. Maybe two years ago. It's the only uh, time uh, a conversation has ever worked oh. for me. It's your achievement day. Uh, between me and someone younger than me. You should stop having them. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're Batting average is low. It's, uh. the, it's the only time, but it was, it was a very simple thing now that she's on the made the varsity squad in the 10th grade. That's uh, exciting. But... That's solid. Uh, came home one night. Uh, Natalia was uh, lamenting to Lynette that uh, she didn't make the volleyball team. This is uh, probably four years ago now. And then uh, made the proclamation that the coach doesn't like her. Right. Then uh, I heard that. And um, usually the way uh, we like to handle those things is uh, oh, the coach is an asshole. Swift yeah. backhand. And then, we, then you leave. Uh, but yeah. I stopped, and, and for some reason, it was it was important to me. I don't do a lot of like, oh, this is a teachable moment. I've got to intervene. I, I do. I keep walking. We know. But I stopped, and uh, I just said, uh, what is, uh, how many people tried out for the team? Said um, 20. I said, uh, how many people made the team? She said, 10. And I said, and you didn't make it because the coach doesn't like you, but you don't know the coach, and the coach obviously wants the best players yeah. on their team. It wasn't 19 people made it, and you didn't. And then I did, uh, I said, um, go up in the, uh, picture yourself sitting in the stands in this uh, gymnasium you're trying out in, and you're just watching. Uh, where would you have had yourself on the power rankings if you're didn't know you, and you're just sitting up there and watching. And I think she said 10. Oh. And I said, well, that gets you pretty close to 11, and it's 11 is where they, they cut it. And she said, yeah. And I said, so you're, you know, I, we're kind of drifting from coach doesn't like you to maybe maybe you're marginally better than the last person that made the, On the bubble. team, but you want to get that close to the cutoff, you know. You definitely can get cut. Yeah. People can make the wrong decisions, or maybe they made the right decision. But I think we're out of the realm of the coach as a vendetta against you. So if you were, by your own admission, that close to the cutoff, then how could it be the coach? And she actually heard me and agreed. That wow. Was, uh, that was it. And that was the last Mark time. Mark the twine. <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, now here we are, and she's on the uh, varsity team, though... When uh, she was waking me up this morning and informing me that I'd be driving her to school, even though her friend, best thing that can happen is when you befriend a 16-year-old with a license. Yeah. Rides to school. Had been picking her up, uh, but somehow didn't happen today. And so she just woke me up and, and you know did that. Well, I'm telling you now. Uh, I said, yeah, tell me the night before. But all right. Uh, I'll drive you in. And then, of course... Uh, while driving in, I said, when's the next volleyball game? She said, today. Oh. I said, uh, where is it? She said, local. I said, local? You're playing a local volleyball game? We don't have to drive to Within the our county? inner bowels of the Matterhorn to watch you play? So, local to Temecula. Nope. Right. Local. I said, wow. uh, well, now that seems pretty doable. What time's the game? She said, uh, 
No parents can watch. <laughs> Sounds great. It's a COVID. The one time. It's a COVID thing. So the, the one local, time you got to walk there. Sure. The local stuff you cannot be in the grandstands <laughs> for COVID, but you That's can good. as long as you have to drive more than seventy miles. You can watch. But uh, then I dropped her off. Uh, then I got the call twenty five minutes later. Forgot the lunch. Oh boy. Oh jeez. That's like okay. Where's the now? How do we do this? And again, uh, the COVID thing fucks everything up. Like, can I just walk onto the school campus? I need not. some proof of ID. Super spreader. She said, uh, no worries. There's a rack out front of the yeah. school. It's just a facting rack. They lower it into a, a, a bucket of Purell. Barbicide. <laughs> yeah. So I walked out to the rack today and I saw all these packed backpacks with the canteens and the lunches. All you know, we're, we're not the only loser family in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Someone else forgot their lunch in their backpack, too. But I thought to myself... You couldn't put this rack in front of my high school. <laughs> I first off, me and Ray would have been grazing. I mean, we would have treated that rack like a golden corral. Like we would have immediately went out there and just pilfered. We would have poached every decent sure. looking. Yeah. And by the way, uh, lunches these days, hot thermos with oh, yeah. the nice, you know, chicken and rice she and everything. She brought Wagyu. I know. The nice ones have like compartments for right. warm stuff the and bento those boxes. Cold. Yeah. Yeah, you get rid of the peanut butter and jelly, and people are now having to go to stews and mixes mm. and all sorts of other confections. So um, there was uh, there was that. The other thing, uh, I want to get into your guys' uh, vacation time. I had this thought, or actually I yelled it at Mark Garagos oh. during Reasonable Doubt yesterday, which is... Um, we were talking homeless. Mark has got his businesses downtown. It's all homeless. And what do we do with the homeless? And we we're interviewing a politician. And here's the plan. And uh, I just said, um, if I knew when I was 25 years old that the lion's shares of my adult conversations would either be about the homeless population, Afghanistan, mm. or the transsexual community... Mm. I would have put a fucking bullet in my mouth, and I would have been right to do it at the time. I realized... Well, don't forget global warming. Global warming. <laughs> Climate change. Yeah, well, I, I got a heavy dose of that in the 70s okay, from, so from you, my mom. It's in your past. The, my, my point is, is first off, we always talk about the homeless problem. Like, right. what about the homeless problem? We never really talk about how much we talk about the homeless problem. I mean, it is forced into your lexicon. True. Like, you must discuss, you know? And, you know, when I was growing up, there was always the one bum guy who was pushing a shopping cart, but his name was Rick. No, Everybody you know, knew, knew, knew we, who he we was. But yeah. we didn't sit down and have long, you know, we didn't break off into discussion groups about what no. we're going to do with Rick. It was like, there's Rick, you know, walk on the other side of the street. But yeah, we had a tone. Between that, the transgendered community and Afghanistan, which I don't think I could find on a map, I've had there's been more discussion in the last 20 years. And it's really it's really kind of interesting because if you think if you really like kind of break your life, you know, you have a limited amount of time. You would like to be talking about your family or your favorite band or your favorite restaurant or, or something vacation or vacation. Sorry. <laughs> but no, no, you wanted, wouldn't you rather be talking about that? Right. And we're going to, but the no, point I is, is I, but it has dragged. Uh, I, I realized I've talked about the homeless thing. I, you know, 42% of the conversations I have with Dr. Drew is like, oh, I'm driving. Oh, boy, there's a big encampment over here on yep. Coanga. Like, well, well, now we have to break down. There's a guy. He's living out of an oven. Oh, boy, where'd he get that oven? Now we're like, we're, we're delving into these 
people's lives that we went and you have to kind of picture everything. Where are these guys shit? You know, like now, oh my, I got to wipe your ass with a banana leaf. You know, just it's a lot of lot yeah. of energy and yeah. a lot of focus. I mean, and for this town alone, and you know, I'm guilty of doing it now, but I just mean like eh, schools, uh, trash. Uh, you know, education, crime, you know, elect the electrical grid, water, like all the kinds of stuff you could be talking about. We've been talking about homeless for for seven years, non well, nonstop. It's a good time to remember. I my ballot came for the recall. I don't know about you guys. Angeline did make the list as mm. someone you could vote for oh, for fun. governor. Also, when you're talking about Afghanistan, it reminded me. Um, Pat Oswald tweeted this out, uh, quoting E. O. Wilson, and I thought this was so brilliant. It says, the real problem of humanity is the following. We have paleolithic emotions, medieval institutions, and godlike technology. Mm. I mean, that's the math problem. That is. That is it. And I was thinking about the sort of weird irony that uh, we're talking about. You know, we packed up and left so fast that the Taliban got hold of a lot of our weapons yep. and drones and things like that. But it's like, Perfect. Drone show. what is... <laughs> What is a drone to somebody who's from the 8th century, you know, or what is, I mean, obviously on a higher level, you couldn't fly, you could leave all the F-22 Raptors behind, but if you didn't have experienced right. pilots and people knew how to read the manuals and repair them mm-hmm. and service them and blah, blah, it's just literally yeah. a static, might as well be an outhouse, but uh, anyway, thoughts. All right. Uh should we start with Brian who went to Maui? Yeah. Maui was awesome. I, I alluded to this a couple times over the last couple months because remember you guys, Adam, you and Loxmana and everyone had uh, your flight to Alaska canceled or rescheduled, whatever it was. Mm. Uh, and this is happening all over. The, I've been hearing about it from everyone. This happened to me three or four times. But my 10 a.m. perfect direct flight to Maui was uh, – I got an email said, oh, sorry, your flight's been changed. Changed. And now it's a 3 p.m. departure. And I'm like, I'm not – oh, no, 5 p.m. I'm like, I'm not fucking getting to Maui, whatever it is, 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock at night. That's not going to happen. So 4.45 a.m. wake-up call uh, to get to LAX uh, in time for a 6 a.m. connecting flight. Uh, I mean, I want to get there early, but, you know, pick your poison at well, that point. any way you're connecting is essentially going backwards. Seattle or something? Or Portland? Mm. Oh, San Francisco. Yeah. There, there's a, the, the connection flight, when you have the direct, mm. is a... That's going from a recliner to a beanbag chair, essentially, in life. But, yeah, and there's an article, and maybe we'll get it out at some point, but Mike August was always talking about the airline shifting everything around and trying to turn a buck and everything. Four or five times. It's on, and it's there for them to recoup their losses. Yes, and, you know, we've talked about this in the past, like, what's going on with this? And, you know, I've, I've reported on different reasons this is happening. I found a new reason. Or was it? Did August say this? Somebody said um, it's be- it's becoming cheaper to book round trip tickets as opposed to uh, one way. So people are booking round trips so it looks full and they're not flying back. Oh, so huh. it's confusing the shit out of everybody and all I'd of the uh, manifests. Interesting. So uh, Hawaii is uh, very strict and very um, on the ball with our travel protocols, mm-hmm. right? Like it's crazy. And if you guys are hurt, you guys hear about this? You heard about this? So <laughs> I have a story about, about it. So if you're did you? I will. Oh, okay, nice. Uh, so, okay, so if you, uh, I'm trying to get this right. So, if you're not vaccinated, if you have no vaccine, mm-hmm. uh, you must have a negative test within 48 hours and quarantine for 10 days. 
That's your fucking vacation. You oh. might as well, yeah, you might as well not even do it. Uh, if you are vaccinated, which they want everyone to right. be, obviously, then there's a whole multi-step process where you have to upload your vaccination card to like a special Hawaii travel website. Uh, you get to the airport and you show them the QR code from that upload. They verified it. You show it to the gate agent. They give you a special wristband. Wristband basically says it's a green wristband. I can go into the state of Hawaii. I can leave the airport and enter the you know whatever island mm-hmm. you're flying to. Um, if you don't do it, Kalen, get that first video ready. If you don't get that wristband like mm-hmm. on the, at the gate for your flight, you need to get the wristband one way or the other to get on the island. And uh, you need to do it at the Maui airport. Uh, Kalen, show them the line for oh people who didn't get, the, didn't get the wristband before the flight. There's people in Maui. We're looking at a mass of humanity. Look at that. Wow. It looks like it looks like the the Matterhorn on its worst day it's at Disneyland. Insane. Yeah, when you're entering customs in London and it's a bad day, yeah. that's what it looks like. It's crazy. Wow. There's people who are there to, for vacation at eleven in the morning. Like here mm. I am in Maui. Just kidding. You'll be here for two more hours. So luckily we had the wristbands. Um, gone to the island. Uh, so yeah, it's been a uh, it's been a, a tough year and a half for everyone. Mm. COVID and blah blah blah. Delta recap. Yeah, so we we decided. I decided. No keto, no NSNG yeah. for, the, for the week. I'm going full bore with yeah. the drinks. With and the, the bar. With, with, the, with the bar, with the drinks, with, mm. the, with beer. The local beer is excellent. Mm-hmm. Right the sushi rice, with every, mm-hmm. everything is getting uh, consumed by me. And God, it was glorious. Yeah. I missed it all so much. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't look like you put on any weight. I feel bloated, but I don't think I actually put on any pounds. I'm sorry. Was the side eye to me necessary when you said that to Brian? <laughs> I uh, It was more of the stink eye, but yeah. okay. I realize you can misinterpret a yeah. side eye. Maybe stink eye every once in a while. It's because I spent most of our time at the uh, the adult pool, the Serenity pool, it's like an infinity pool. Mm-hmm. And then we did we did the, 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 the kids pool, the adventure pool. It's got the Wait, two. Wait, I'm sorry. What facility? This were you? Is, we're in Waialea. We're at the Waialea Beach Resort, which is a Marriott mm-hmm. property. It's kind of middle of the road. Waialea is where they have um, the Fairmont, the uh, Grand Waialea, and the Four Seasons. Mm-hmm. Ours is a little more middle of the road, but it's mm-hmm. still very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, they have the two tallest water slides. In mm. Maui, or in all of Hawaii. And Wait, got- but you don't like adventure. I, I love adventure. Why didn't you go snorkeling with us? I like mild adventure. Snooba. Water okay. slides are my speed. Right. So we did water slides, and then of course we did the beach. So it was pretty active, actually, all things considered. Um, masks. You're, so you're asked to wear masks every time you're indoors, but nothing in YLA is really indoors. Like everything's right. open air to some extent. Right. There's always right. a, you know an empty wall that's just open. Yes. Uh, the employees, however, at least our hotel and everywhere we went, masks everywhere, whether they're outside by the pool, whether they're gardeners, whether they're housekeeping, they're wearing masks all the time. So I guess that was uh, hotel policy or, or yeah. whatever it was. I just had that at the track. Everyone who worked there, everyone who worked all the events, the parties and the quail and the Acura party, every, all the staff, everyone wore a mask. Mm. No human being at that track wore a mask. <laughs> Nobody showed up that car racer to watch it wore a mask, but everyone else, all the the staff was masked up. Uh, it was beautiful. It was 87 degrees every day. Kalen, show the uh, the sunset video. This was this was the sunset pretty oh, much wow. pretty much every night for the views of view from our balcony. So we just had this to look at. Oh, it's beautiful, just magnificent. You yeah. can see all the people lined up just to take pictures. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's, it's spectacular. The hoi polloi that didn't have a balcony view. <laughs> That's right. They had to walk from their room. Yeah. Um, I listen to podcasts when I drive to and from work, which I did not do for a year plus. So I spent you know almost the entire time. Chris, you read books. I listen to podcasts. 
podcast. It was really cool to catch up. What was your favorite episode of Easy Listening with um, Teresa? It was weird to listen to you, to hear you guys talk about the <laughs> pandemic at the time. It's like, oh. oh, we lived through this a year ago. <laughs> That's funny. Which I assume you did. Yeah, thank you. Um, and then, on the, okay, so on the way back, <laughs> the Maui Airport was an unmitigated disaster. So we're put up the picture, Kalen. We're on the pre the pre check. There's no clear. We're on the pre check side. And you can mm-hmm. see it took us about 15 minutes. I don't know how if Kalen can zoom in or if he can see that. I see just a massive humanity waiting to get through security. Oh, we see it. That yeah, is, back there. there yeah. We, we, we kind of chat, we chatted up one of the agents. They're like, oh yeah, that's a three hour line. There, there's some places. Uh, Hawaii's this way, and Mexico's this way, which is you go from the best, you know, the sunsets and the drinks and the food and eating lots of papaya and stuff like that. But that drive to the airport, you get the bends. You get the bends. It's like it is. If it was uh, Burbank Airport or even SFO or something like that, you could ne- negotiate. You go from walking alone on a beach and looking at the sunset, drinking a mai tai, to just throngs of humanity Crushing and people, together. people yapping at you mm-hmm. to do stuff. And it's, I don't know. I don't know if there's some connection between the kind of the nicer the destination the less the airport needs to kind of keep up with the joneses but i've experienced that in maui as well and it's always like it's the worst like you're packing you're arguing you're running late there's a lot of like why did we get there so early i'm telling you we do right a lot of where's the car Mm -hmm. where are we dropping the car off all that we did not rent a car number one rentals out there i'm sure you've all heard are crazy they're expensive or people are renting fucking u-hauls uh so we just ubered well we didn't leave wailea pretty much so we just ubered to and from the airport Never had to pay for parking, which is fucking forty dollars a day. Oh right, rental car. It ended up being good financial decision. Uh, Gina, where'd you go? I went to Big Bear with the little guy. Um, so we have we officially have a six year old in the house, and uh, he's he's not a typical boy. Doesn't want a birthday party. Last year he had a butt day party, which we we decorated the <laughs> living room with butts. This year it was a surprise. <laughs> I like to have a butt day party. <laughs> well, there. The, the, I guess the options this year were penis party, nipple party, and snot party, and Andy allowed booger party. So, because uh, we weren't going to have penises. It, they called child services. Right. So we had a booger Boogers party. Way worse. It says, happy booger day. <laughs> <laughs> Little Kleenex is everything. This one, he's six. This is what he wants. So we did that. We had fun. And uh, then we grandma flew in, Andy's mom, which is is the little guy's hero. And she's a science teacher. And it's Where's perfect. Where's she from? Minnesota, of course. So we all Minnesota moms. Yeah, that's her. We we piled in my soup and drove up to Big Bear. It was beautiful. Just just put up whatever you have. Kaylin, I don't know the order you have it. So I, I Last year, we stayed in this tiny little cabin. It was so depressing. Oh, I love being outside. See, I, I never post full pictures of myself, but can you please just throw me a bone? You see a little a little extra more curviness now instead of one solid rectangle, yes? A lot of natural yes. beauty in that photo. Thank a lot of natural you. beauty. Mm-hmm. That's about 18 pounds down uh, from really? when we came back. Yeah. What is the, what's the goal for the wedding? I don't necessarily have one but i'd like before to be okay so i have a dress fitting next sunday and then i have to stop whatever i'm doing i would love to lose another five pounds realistically i can't do 10 pounds in 10 days like you got you a can. month plus right yeah. yeah you can do it no the tr- the fitting is in a oh, week and a half the fitting okay mm-hmm. so i'm doing the fakakta smoothie and i'm doing the light dinner and i have a little coffee right here um but 
I'm fine. I, I feel good. good um, so I rented this beautiful cabin, and it it was just it was it was great. It felt very decadent. Three bedroom. The kid got Ooh. the best room. Bunk beds. Foosball table, basketball hoop. Tessa's like a year younger, and she loves bunk beds. Oh, he, like that, that, that's what she wants in her new house. She's I asked like, him. I want, I want stairs yep. and a bunk bed. Stairs! Stairs! Why stairs? stairs? So, next year, can we have a cabin with stairs? Yes. What the, is wrong with these children? The good, the good news is, uh, with the bunk beds, when I was growing up, there was just... A bunk bed. Mm-hmm. And it's like the one from the Brady Bunch. Yeah. And it was one bed on top of the other right. bed. That was the only configuration that existed. Oh, no. And uh, you're on your own with the <laughs> ladder. Home. Oh, yeah. Now there's 375 bunk bed options yep. and configurations yep. with drawers and holders and spaces and slides and ladders. That's, like it is a whole you're right. thing. That's what he has at home. This bunk bed, it was a full, beautiful, the most comfortable bed in the whole cabin. Beautiful, full bed on the bottom, regular bunk bed on the top. I said, which one did you sleep on? Both. He would of get course, up in the middle of the night yeah. so excited and switch up and down. He pissed himself. I'm sure he did. <laughs> did, uh, did, uh, did you guys, when you were growing up, well, so first off, when I was growing up, if you were under 18, you're on your own in the bed department. You had a miniature bed. That yeah. was your bed. It was someone yeah. else's bed before it was your bed. And in that college, was your bed. I called you had a twin bed. Yeah, yeah we didn't. Course. There was no discussion of Whatever comforters room, or pillows or comfort. whatever. It's just that's the bed. The bed was in the house. <laughs> and that's it's in your room. And that's your bed. Yeah. We used to we, we had a uh, uncle, uh, cousin Vince and the Bruno family lived in a apartment in Santa Monica and I remember very distinctly driving home from his apartment we drive at night and there was a big bed there was a big bedding warehouse with a big glass in front of it there was leave the lights on and I always remember seeing the race car bed from the side window of my dad's VW bug and I was like what kind of golden child receives a bed yeah. in the shape of a race car? But you got to go in. It's probably one hundred and forty dollars. Like uh, you my pick your color. God, like it, it wasn't. Even, you know, it's sad that I wasn't even envious. I was confused. Mm-hmm. I was like, who? Would, was that for a this? movie set? Or yeah, that's set? not for sale. No one would want that. I mean, I did, museum. I did know a guy who had a football helmet lamp, and I thought that's as far as you could go yeah, in the sure. cool kid department. That's a football helmet with a lamp coming out Mickey of it. Mickey Mouse that's, phone. That's, yeah, that's, 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 the, that's the top of the line. You've reached the, right. the, the top of the kid mountain with that. <laughs> right. Sorry, continue. Yeah, no, we were going to get him a race car bed from his crib, but then Granny, who's a science teacher, was like, you know... After a while, he's going to probably get made fun of for still sleeping in a race car. So we got him a lot. Yeah, it's got a short shelf. Life. Yeah. Plus, really, what, what kind of message is that sending? You know, well, at some point, the kid's 16, has got his permit, jumps in the car, and is like, <laughs> Night I'm going to catch a few Z's once I, get, <laughs> once I get on the freeway. I think I can catch up on it a little bit. Yeah. He saved just, his life. You're sleeping in a car your Absolutely. whole life. You got to drive. Like Homer Simpson riding right. a bed down the road. Dragging a fence. That is one of my favorite lines of all time. I'm not going to fall asleep. I'm just going to turn on the heat, roll down the windows, and put on the lullaby channel.
Uh, so we found this restaurant that we are now obsessed with. I guess everybody in Big Bear knows it. This outdoor sort of hillbilly shit kicking, amazing restaurant called Wyatt's. A lot of line dancing, a lot of cowboy hats, a lot of big, you know, three stack burgers. Um, put up the burger picture, Chris. Uh, Andy just oh, wanted to go I light. Know Wyatt's. Do you really? Well, no, we've driven by there and it's like always packed. That's that's there's a yeah, yeah. okay. It's so you see the bo- the bottom yeah. bun. There's a burger underneath it. So that's the kind of food Andy's already horrified, pre-horrified. And there was line dancing. Go ahead and show that video. The perfect dance for white people. It's just step up, step down, step back. Everybody's having a good time. The band was called Southern Spirit. A lot of, lot of Skinnerd. Everyone just having a blast. Line dancing is basically... Line dancing is sort of like going, how can I dance for two hours, three nights a week and still be fat? Yes, I've invented a dance that will accommodate yes. that. I got my steps in for the day. Yeah, it doesn't work for break nope. dancing. It doesn't work for freestyling, but it, line dancing, you yeah. You are so right. And the women there, the Cougs were on the prowl in Big Bear. Wow. A lot of older ladies with little jean shorts, cowboy boots, the push-up bras. I loved every second of it. Uh, just pick another one. Any uh, dealer's choice, Kaylin. Um, oh, so you weren't the only one who raced this weekend, Adam. You went go-karting. We went to Alpine Slide Adventure, oh. which was oh, yeah. amazing. When the snow melts, they uh, stop skiing and they start racing. It's so smart. There, well, there's this and there's tons of Alpine Slides, which oh. we did, which I got are damn so near, awesome. I damn near killed myself on one. Those things, the Alpine Slide will fuck you up. Well, it's up to you if you get fucked up because you're in charge of the speed. It, it is true, but at the end of the... Man show retreat or whatever we had. We had about 15 people up there. Yeah. And it was just me and Tom, the insane guy, pulled out a fake dick in the subway (laughs) and sprayed pee all over people. Tom. Anyway, he grew up around an alpine slide. I just grew up sort of being ballsy. Mm. And it came down to he and I at the end. And you realize the only way to beat the guy in the lane next to you is to never touch the brake. Did you get air? I just, I just literally, and now everyone had road rash yeah. all over the side yeah. of them. Everyone dragged their elbows. Everyone Class rolled off the park. thing. Yeah. Everyone was jacked up. And I was like, there's only one. And money was being bet. I was like, the only way to win this race is to literally <laughs> yeah. remove your foot yeah. from the brake, lay down in the prone pray position and God just pray you stay yep. on this thing because you will get yourself fucked up it's, on those slides. It's true. I loved it. I didn't touch the brake either. And there was a new coaster there called the Mineshaft Coaster. And it is it, it is a real roller coaster, but you control the brake. Well, the little one is not he's, – he's working on his bravery. And I said, come with me. Just, just come with me and trust me. So he went with me twice. I never touched the brake. I was actually getting nervous. And he would, I would say, whenever you get scared, this is what we're going to do. We're going to scream, never touch the brake. So we're screaming it the whole way down. He's laughing. We go on again, which is another 30 bucks again, a pop. Again, between the race car bed and the decree of never <laughs> touching the brake, I just don't feel like this guy's going to be safe when yeah. he gets his license. Oh, now I'm worried. But he had a blast. Then we went putt-putt mini golfing, which he'd never done before. And he was thrilled because Andy's like his whole family's like pro golfers a uh, lot of cheating with the little one but we had a good time are they really pros or this like pro level no like his sister teaches wow. they they were on some circuit of things that i don't understand i'm not a golfer um and finally did i did the thing that every family has to do we rented a pontoon wow and it was so much fun go hey if you're listening you're going to big bear 
Spring for the luxury pontoon. I've seen the regular ones. They are not worth the $90. Mm-hmm. Go another 30 bucks. It was gorgeous on the lake. We had the best time. It was beautiful. I- I'm driving with my legs crossed like a proper lady. And it was just a, a beautiful couple of days getting out of L.A. And it was a- the little one's birthday present. I promise him every year I take him to the cabin for his birthday. And we had a great time. Wow, man. You got a lot of goddamn activities yeah. in in a very short period of time. Yeah. We don't mess around. That's the thing. I mean, I I can lay around at home. I'm on season 13 of Sister Wives. I want to go and I want to do everything. And I want Ugh. him to have a memorable birthday and have a great time. Miserable. Yeah. I got to say, <laughs> the only thing about the activity-filled vacation, because I was experiencing this, when I got back from uh, the track Sunday night, we got here Sunday night, and everyone's uh, arguing over stakes in the parking lot sure. and then at some point short uh, Chris. got in my car yeah, high stakes. and um sunny got in and we were like driving back and you know your view of the world your view of time when you're older versus younger if anyone made oh. the trip from la to the bay area when there were nine it was like forever Four in days. A car, just forever yes. just in the car yes. just forever I've been going back and forth to Monterey for 15 years now. I don't even think about the ride anymore. It's the ride there, the ride back. Like I even remember, you know, on our third trips, like, oh, back, oh, such a long ride. You know, know, so time is relative. Yes. And subjective. And we got in the car and then Sonny said, uh, man, I I have this weird feeling. It's like we just left today. Like I have this Mm. weird feeling. He's a kid. And I was like, I have that feeling, too. And Matt Moderator kind of said, yeah, it all flew by. And I realized if you plan a – if you're running from event to event and activity to activity, Mm -hmm. and for us, it's like you got to get up at 730. we got to be at the track. The first run group's going off at 915. And then once you get out of the car, we're going to hightail it to the quail. And we got the Acura party that night. we got to hustle it up. Yeah, let's get the itinerary. You're this steep itinerary. The whole thing just flies by. Now, it's fun, and you're doing as much shit as humanly possible. You're not savoring in the moment. But I'll bet you Brian's few days went slower than your few days because he was listening to podcasts and sitting out on the balcony thinking about life. Yes. Yes. We we had the conversation. Chris had the conversation. Every year, because we did the similar vacation, every year around Tuesday, we're like, it's only Tuesday. That's so great. We feel like I've been here for a week. But that's the thing. This was all for the little one. If this was Andy and I, we don't do shit. I know somebody who I won't be friends with anymore. I certainly won't travel with because one time we traveled, she emailed everyone a spreadsheet of our itinerary. And I said, I'm not participating and I'll never travel with this person again. My thing is you can plan one thing a day. One. So one day was go-karts and we stopped. Or no, one day was the pontoon. And it was and we a said, burger. There's go-karts on the way home. Let's just <laughs> do it. So you don't, you don't, I tend, you do not put a spreadsheet on these vacations. All right. Well, we have some interesting calls up there. One from the aforementioned Monterey. The other is going to weigh in on a threesome because he's had plenty of threesomes. Can I finish it up with a weird coincidence? Both of our significant others, Gina, uh, over the vacation had a weird experience with a gigantic burger. We went out to dinner and Chris is like, I feel like a burger. I'm going to get the burger. Didn't say on the menu it was a double burger. Wow. (laughs) We have to post this. This is fantastic. What am I supposed to do with that? Both horrified and pre-disgusted. Yeah. That's great. Man, that looks great. All right. Let me hit Simply Save. Simply Save's founders, Chad and Eleanor Lawrence. 
They designed their first security system in their kitchen because their friend's home was broken into. Yeah, I think they went to an Ivy League and none of, none of the systems were any good, so they made their own. Making people feel safe is what uh, they've been doing since uh, that moment 15 years ago. Passion to protect people drives every engineering detail and customer interaction. Simply Safe has highly trained security experts ready whenever you need them during a fire, burglary, medical emergency, or just setting up the system. My listeners can get 20% off and get your first month free when you sign up for interactive monitoring service. Visit simplysafe.com slash Adam. You can customize your system and start protecting your home and family. That is two eyes in there. Simplysafe.com slash Adam. All right, we've got some good calls up there. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back right after this. Hey Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well you do one or the other, right? You know. It's hard work out there. Owning renting you want to save some money how about your bundle bundle your policies at geico geico makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy it's a good thing too because you got so much to do already go to geico.com get a quote see just how much you could save at geico that is geico.com today that's geico.com and now a totally innocuous word that sounds dirty when mike dawson says it Arugula. Ew. Let's get back to the Adam Carolla Show. All right. Got some calls up there. I'll start at the top with Chris. Line one. Move our way down. Monterey, 37. Did you get out and enjoy the cars, or are you one of the locals that was pissed <laughs> off that your town was invaded? Ace, you know, uh, I'm so sad to not be a car guy, so I didn't really get out for any of that. But uh, I did walk around downtown to try to see you at, you know, maybe a bar or something like that. It just didn't pan out. Yeah, we never got to uh, downtown Monterey this year. We're so busy going to events and at the track and then at at Pebble on the beach. You're not going to be at a bar you have to pay for. Come on. Yeah, that's right. We go to the Acura (laughs) bar. What's going on? Hey, so uh, I really respect uh, just about everything that you say on a lot of things, and I wanted to get your opinion on um, why we tell uh, individuals that are going to have an interaction with the police just to comply. It's not that hard. Uh, Everybody's going to live through the experience. Everything's going to be fine. And then uh, for COVID, for the more seemingly arbitrary rules, uh, we kind of take the opposite stance on that. Don't be a sheep. Uh, Don't don't Mm. do what you're told. It's kind of dumb. So I, I would just really love to hear you kind of uh, work that out for me. Um, I love you and love the show. Thanks, guys. Interesting. Well, thanks. Um, I'll take my answer off the air. <laughs> Bye. Um, the, well, first things first. I, do not look at cops as cops. Look at, look at them as 26-year-old dudes with a gun. Right. That's mm-hmm. I would always – I mean, the way you would treat a guy with a gun. Let's just say a 26-year-old <laughs> okay, guy let's had a calm gun. Down. And, like, you're in the parking lot, and you're like, hey, douche, this is my parking yeah, space. Sure. He's like, I was waiting on that. Well, you were? Like, if mm-hmm. the guy had a gun, you would not be coming at that guy. You would tend to go, eh, take the parking mm-hmm. space. And you could go, it's wrong. Like, I was here first, mm-hmm. and I was waiting for this space. But, sadly, he's the one with the gun. Reality so I, on I, reality's terms. I always two, defer two famous to the guy so, with the gun, yeah. but uh, I'm not doing that because I love cops. I'm doing that just to prevent them mm. pulling the gun out 
and doing something. It's not just a 26-year-old with a gun. It's a 26-year-old with a gun who faced almost no legal consequences for using said gun if, right. it, came, if it came to that. Yes. So uh, that's number one. Uh, the COVID stuff, my thing is, is, you know, they tell you to wear it inside the hotel or inside the restaurant or, you know, I, I grab my stupid mask running to the school trying to figure out where I'm dropping off Natalia's lunch today. I don't wear it on the horse trail. Uh, but I also drive through left turn red arrows and don't come to complete stops. I mean, at a certain point, you're going to have to do a certain amount of like self-governing. There's a, there's a whole bunch of shit that's in your house that wouldn't pass muster, especially in California. There's a bunch of code shit. If you went to anyone's house, I guarantee there's things in your house that you would get flagged on, but you weigh the risk and figure out, you know, at, at a certain point, you're in charge of your own safety. So in both th- cases, yeah, in both in both cases. So that's the way I feel. Uh, the man, uh, by the way, the cop pulling you over and giving you a speeding ticket doesn't feel like government overreach. Uh w- Shutting down restaurants and bars, eating outside or walking on the beach or got paddle boarding in the bay or something. That feels like a gross overreach. But and also just to add to your point on the other side of that, um, you know, a, a team of people coming to scream at a Trader Joe's employee, I think, is insane to all of us. Yes, I, I agree. People shouldn't be nearly as animated as they are. Did that help, Chris? Oh, it's Chris. Yeah, that was great. He's walking around downtown. I really appreciate your insight. for you. Yeah, I just don't wear a mask outside. And by the way, there's no science to suggest that even does anything. I I was yelling at, I don't know who, on the ride home. Uh, We're a year and a half in. Where are all the masks? Studies. Where are all the studies? Shouldn't we have a... uh, uh, We never stop talking about masks, right? Shouldn't we have 2,000 studies on masks and what they do and if they work or they don't work or how they work? Mm -hmm. It's basically, from what I've heard, if you have the N95 and it's properly fitted and you use it correctly, then it's effective. The paper ones are not very effective and the way we use them is insanely ineffective. And it's like, I walked into a coffee bean and tea leaf or something yesterday I'm wearing the mask because I'm standing in line at the counter. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is sitting in the place with no mask on. It's, yeah, well, sure. they, what, what, what you're science? You can't get COVID. What right. science are we discussing with this? All right. Oh, before, before I forget, here's your uh, gifts. Ooh, <laughs> thank everyone you. Everyone got macadamia. Nuts. Oh, delicious! Thank I love you. it. And, and by the way, I was thinking about dry roast it. I was thinking about Hawaiian sea salt. My 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 my. In my stances on iced tea and, you know, putting cream in coffee instead of fucking French vanilla sweetener and everything like how you know, coffee is a flavor and iced tea is a flavor and stop fucking with mm-hmm. everything. He brought a sack of macadamia and onion and uh, uh, it was a garlic and Maui onion fucking works. <laughs> I'm down with that. Oh, yeah. I, I, I could have chosen from any number of, you know, glazed or whatever. I'm nah. like, get the most close, closely to the most local. Rethunk my stance. Okay. Anthony Fresno, 37. Uh, Adam. Corolla. <laughs> Ace man, good to talk to you. Yeah, man. Uh, I want to uh, kiss your ass real quick before we start, if that's okay. All right. It's okay. He'll allow it. He'll limit it to five minutes. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, no, actually, all of you. You all are wonderful. And uh, the show started about the same time I started uh, a job with a lot of isolated hours. Mm-hmm. And uh, you definitely helped me uh, through it and, you know, make the uh, whole thing much more pleasurable. So thank you. What was the job? And uh, you all. Yeah, sorry. Go what, ahead. What was the job? Warehouse or something? Uh, Cam girl. Um, <laughs> actually, no, uh, uh, rural mailman. So I'm out in the middle of the country wow. for several hours just kind of by myself. That is, I swear to God, I was listening yesterday to a Steve Carell interview. He said his first job was rural mailman and he got fired because he was so bad at sorting it, trying to figure out the routes. It was, it was a nightmare. So hats off to you. Yeah, I got to tell uh, you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I've heard that too. And I also heard that he, because uh, you have to do it in your car yes, sometimes, yes. and he found old letters he underneath his car seat. <laughs> when he moved, he found and, uh, mail. Yeah, they frowned upon that. Oh, yeah. Rural, I said it's a rom-com. <laughs> rural mailman, pre-earbuds and Walkman and oh. whatever was. GPS? Yeah, but just in terms of the job. Like, yeah. Like, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever had one of those jobs i used to have those jobs all the time or like i got dropped off at what is now the pier one imports on wilshire and 26th street in Mm -hmm. santa monica or something i just got dropped off alone there on a couple occasions and first job was i opened the door it's ten thousand square foot and there's like tar stuck to the floor because the old tile squares and i just got the scraper tool and the guys are like all right start scraping and he just left this is, you know, nine hours of just literally scraping. You're uh, a chain gang by yourself. Carpet cleaning was that way. <laughs> I went to that same place a few weeks later, and it was literally the job was there is a pile of dirt the size of two VW buses on that side of the parking lot. On the other side of the parking lot is a dumpster. Get that dirt into that dumpster mm-hmm. and do not leave until it's in. Here's a wheelbarrow and here's, here's a shovel. Now... It is insanely torture, and you're all alone, and there's nothing oh. to do. But if I had some earbuds oh. and a couple of pods loaded up, they would fly I, I would, wouldn't think about yeah. it. Or I'd learn another language yes. or something. All that stuff pre-earbud and pods and Walkman and stuff would just, just tantamount to torture. Sorry, go ahead, Anthony. Uh, yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right. So thank you for, uh, you know, just for everything you guys do. And uh, the reason I'm calling is uh, to weigh in on this uh, debate, the threesome versus the uh, 1-8 debate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you have experience and, uh, in this? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Uh, I uh, Somewhere in the low double digits, I guess, not counting an eight-year throuple I was in. Eight wow. years. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and uh, so everyone's idea of how uh, wait, wait, wait. works from right. what I've heard, yeah. everyone kind of giving their opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are doing it wrong. Even Vinny, Vinny, I love you out there. Uh, you helped me lose some weight, but you did your threesome wrong. Uh, and I don't, I don't want to sound braggadocious. I'm not trying to come off like Please. that. You know, um, if his idea and a lot of people's ideas seem to be, all right, you go for the, if you have a six and a four, you go for the six and you just have sex with her until you finish. And then you just kind of push through your refractory period. And then you turn your full attention to the second one. Uh, that is uh, absurd to me. Like, a fool's you know, errand. Sorry, go ahead. A fool's errand. Yes. <laughs> well, well it's just, that's not really a three. Why don't you just have sex with one person and then yeah. just go yes. to and, and have sex with another person? I mean, like, there's no difference. Yes. Uh, yes. If I you agree. have two people who are willing to do a threesome, they're going to kind of be into each other as well. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, for the most part, this isn't, of course, a, a rule of thumb, but uh, so there are yeah. plenty of thumb. actions and positions that all three of you will be enjoying together. Mm-hmm. And even if it's a six and a four, it's kind of magical compared to one, eight. you know, yes, one eight is, is great. You know, nobody can de- you know, debate that, but just like a three-way kiss, something about just something simple, like a three-way kiss, just you cannot duplicate. Mm. I can't even picture it. And uh, uh, being, yeah. <laughs> being an, an eight-year throuple, are we calling yes. it? Yes. How does that well, okay, work? That's, we, yeah, we didn't call it that at the time. I never heard that, but, you know, it was a that's relationship. Let's put it that parlance way. parlance now. Who, uh, so were the two gals kind of into each other equally? Uh, yes. Uh, at, I mean, at first, uh, you know, uh, with any relationship, uh, things can get rocky. And so at the end, uh, you know, just uh, kind of drifted apart. But yes, for the first several years, they were completely into each other like a, like a couple. And did you end up sticking with one? Are you part of just a couple uh, well, now with uh, one of them? Well, I, I put a ring on one of them uh, oh. a year before, so I'm still with that one, yes. <laughs> the other one's up for blood. Now <laughs> yeah, change um, your name. Is, it, is this possible to pull off without somebody getting jealous, having feelings? You know, asking awful lot of questions there, Ace. I know. <laughs> yeah, Anthony thinks he knows. I again, I'm on uh, season thirteen of Sister Wives, mm-hmm. so I can tell you that it is impossible. According to even if you're doing it because it's Heavenly Father's plan, there's still jealousy. Am I right, Anthony? Uh, yeah, uh, even, you know, but we, we tried to avoid that. Of course, you know, we did our best, like we were completely honest and open, like, and we actually encouraged the second girl, like we weren't trying to lock her. This is not sister wives where we go, no, you're only mine. Like, no, we encouraged her to date other people. Like, you know, we did not try to like control her life and she did and just had some bad experiences. So she voluntarily gave up on it. And, you know, turned her attention to us and then I think resented us for that, even though mm. we didn't really force her to, uh, but, you know. Well, give us, give us yeah. some standard threesome <laughs> positions <laughs> slash activities. What is a, what is a standard okay, one? Okay, well, well uh, uh, one I like is if I'm standing up and uh, behind one of the girls mm-hmm. and she is... Uh, going down on the second girl who's right. lying down, you know, mm-hmm. face up. Mm-hmm. That's your missionary so, She's called the short you straw. The six and four math, if you're, you know, behind the four, then you're staring at the six and having the best of both worlds. There we go. So, mm-hmm. Another one is uh, if a guy's lying down and there's a girl on his face uh, and a girl on his uh, crotch and they're making out, that's pretty oh. magical too. And they mm. can be two fours at that point because you can't see anything. Yeah, where do we put the uh, yeah. six and the four in that position? Uh, well, I mean, if, if weight has something to do with it, then you yeah. definitely want the skinnier one you on your face. Suffocate. I put the six on the. <laughs> is the six on the face uh, facing the door or facing the wall? Facing the girl who's on your, your yeah. rod. I mean, yeah, you can face yeah, either way, but yeah. it's, uh, it's better. Like, they're more engaged if they're facing each other. Right. Then they can, yeah, yeah. you know, kind All of right. I put the I put the six on the rod in case the roommate bursts in. He gets a better shot. <laughs> okay. you're dealing That's with fair. a higher you know class of clientele. That's right. fair. You know what I mean? Because you're going to be sense. making a lot of noise. Yeah. People get curious. You're not. 
Right. Mm-hmm. It's to be muffled. <laughs> and, and that's what makes you unselfish, Ace. That's very, mm-hmm. you know, thoughtful of you. I'm thinking about the roommate. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> you say, as a man who's seasoned in the threesomes, break it down 6-4 if you can go 10 max? Uh. Uh, six four or five five. I I, I mm. think those are both good because uh, when people say five, they go uh, uh, uh. like no, that's halfway to you know between a zero and the perfect girl. I mean, right. like, uh, yeah, most you people brag about a five. Yeah, but it's... guess what? If you if you tell the story to your buddies and they're like, how are they? And you're like, eh, they were fine. You know that they'll, they're still going to enjoy that story and think you're the man. If you try to brag about bagging an eight, they're not going to believe you. They're going to mm-hmm. be like, "Oh yeah, sure, she was an eight. Roll their eyes. Mm-hmm. So you know you you have that mm-hmm. bonus too. What was your throuple? What kind of numbers did they break down to? Let me guess: the wife a nine, uh, the previous girl a one. Hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, say one more time. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I got the second girl at her prime, definitely. So uh, she was bare minimum seven, Ooh. maybe an eight. Uh, and I'll, I'll say the other one, uh, six to seven. Let's, let's you know, mm. try to be conservative. Are these Fresno numbers or is this, uh, is this the universal scale? <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, L.A. Uh, three and four. I guess. Okay, no, I'm kidding. It. I don't know. I get it. <laughs> wow. No, they're 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 both definitely like you know uh, nothing to be ashamed of. Mm-hmm. Eight years you're able to pull this off. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I don't know how. I guess I'm a, a decent guy somewhere down there, but you know, not decent enough to uh, keep it going in perpetuity. Mm-hmm. But you're you're now wife, right? Yes. Is, are you guys looking for, and I'm not offering, I'm just wondering, you looking for a new girl or she's like, you know what, we're done with that? Uh, well, actually, after that, I was done with that for oh, a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she, uh, after a couple of years, just kind of uh, opened the door again. Uh, you know, she got bored of not, you know, the, the extracurriculars. So we kind of, I guess, opened up the door again. Do, so we're kind of take that swimming those oceans again. Do you take that personally that she wanted somebody else to join back in? Yeah, the twenty-five-year-old eight and the Daisy Dukes <laughs> is such a slap in the face when you've been married yeah. for a while, Brian. You know, right? I, I, you know well, the pain I of that. I shudder to even think that my my, my relationship should go there. <laughs> you just think like, like uh, I think we should add somebody else in the mix. It's getting a little well, uh, uh, the, insulting. What, the, part, <laughs> the part that yes, there's there's a way to interpret it. I mean, it's basically up there when someone goes, "Oh, you've lost weight." Mm-hmm. Like there's you can go. You yeah. thought I was fat, or you can month. go, I guess I lost weight. Yeah. Like, I, you know, there's a couple ways you can mm-hmm. look at that. The danger is if she's using this as an excuse to be with a woman. Like, if she just wants a sanctioned lesbian experience. Yeah. This and, is gateway sex. Yes. Is, there, is that a possibility, Anthony? Well, no. She, I mean, she's definitely into girls. Like, I, there's no... Uh, you know, lying about that. Like, like mm-hmm. she, I mean, we've been doing it since we were in high school, so I kind of know exactly her proclivities. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jackpot. she, uh, yeah, no. So she definitely isn't like, like she. She gets. Hold the, on a second. You know, women they get to use the excuse. Mm. I, I don't. I, I don't even know if I've ever spoken to a woman woman who's like, I'm not into women, but Angelina Jolie. I mean, she's so 
beautiful. Right. She's so beautiful. Or you pick the whoever. Yeah. How or could even, anyone not want even have a girl to party? You know, yeah. like you go like I'm. That's not my thing. Like women, but like look at her. Mm-hmm. God, I would you know definitely yeah. do that. Girls say that to each other as a compliment. Like I'm not a lesbian, but you are amazing. And then we all just go. I <laughs> <laughs> hear that again. We all just go. Oh yeah, she's super hot. Right. Like I I totally get it, but. I don't think I could ever go like, you know, Lou Ferrigno. He's he's a bit of. I mean, he's he's getting up there, but he keeps after himself. He's in. I would definitely suck him off. <laughs> I, you know, and then you'd be there yeah. as my girl, right. going, "Oh yeah, I totally vibe right. with that." Like I understand. Why are we not allowed to just pick good-looking dudes and announce Buddy, announce the other direction? It's I time wish, for a change. I wish I could agree with you, but I want tape many times talking about Michael Bean. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Sorry. So uncomfortable. All right. Yeah, with Kalen wandering the halls. <laughs> Anthony? He doesn't listen. Yes, sir. I, uh, I I like the cut of your jib. You've been able to Thank you. pull this off. Yes. Uh, so is, the, is there now a third in, in the boudoir? Uh, no one official. It's just, it's a lot more casual now. We're not doing the relationship thing anymore. And what do we do? Do we go online these days or do we head to the bar? Uh, yeah, uh, we mostly online, just kind of chatting people up and, uh, you know, just very slowly broaching the subject for the most part. Mm -hmm. And And uh, apparently, yeah, we actually went to a, uh, a party last week that where everyone is kind of, you know, tapping on the nose. They all, everybody knows. So that was a lot easier. We, we got some numbers there. Nice. And do you, what's the protocol? So if you get a number, do you guys like all go out to a golden corral or something and hang out, like see if you vibe or is you just meet at the house? Well, we like to get people that we get along with. Like there are some people, I mean, just like people that just hook up like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just a couple, mm-hmm. but we're not really into that. We want people that are, you know, not weirdos, you know, so we, we definitely try to meet them up over beer or drinks yeah. or, or dinner before that. But Anthony, admit it, as many threesomes as you've had, you've you've definitely indulged in some crazy pussy. That she's so hot and she's nuts, but you don't care because you just want to do it anyway? Uh, that's the story of my life with yeah. uh, one or two of my coworkers, so oh. I'm currently playing that game, oh, unfortunately. Other mailmen? <laughs> Uh, male, uh, one male lady, one clerk. Wow. I wonder if that industry attracts Yeah, Brian, it can be ladies now, just so you know. Yeah. Yeah. Males, right in the name. (laughs) You know what I miss from my childhood? I miss the three-wheeled weird cart with the satchel on it and the handbrake. Mm -hmm. Guy just pushing that thing around. That's about Bell Island. Oh, the guys, they, got they, got, they, they got like one mailman. And he just goes up and down the streets with his little mi- tri- tri-wheel little guy. I miss that shit. Uh, uniform. I, I know women love a man in uniform, but I don't think they're talking about a pith helmet and sanitary socks in New Balance. Uh, I yeah, think they're no, talking about a general actually, or something. Rural, yeah. rural male people don't have to wear the uniforms. Mm-hmm. That's It's a completely different union. Mm-hmm. So uh, I just I wear cargo pants and uh, just a sweat-wicking shirt and call it a day. No well, God bless. Yeah. You're doing the Lord. I mean, you're not really. You're offending the Lord. <laughs> but thank, thanks for listening. Thank thanks I mean, for this, the. This was, uh, but I just. I hope I can just. No, no. I, I like it. I like. Uh, we're going to talk to Eddie Braun, stuntman, um, in a minute. But what what I like about you talk to Eddie Braun, or you talk to a cage fighter, or you talk about a guy, you know, 
is the tip of the spear mm-hmm. with threesomes and stuff. At a certain point, it's like when you talk to fighter pilots, there's a kind of a matter of fact mm-hmm. casualness yes. to it. There's a method to the yes. madness. There's the way you do it. There's some technique involved mm-hmm. here. Serial it's, killers. Yes, that's right. It's yeah. just like it sounds insane to enter an octagon or to climb mm-hmm. into an F-18 or to strap yourself into a rocket like Eddie. But at a certain point, it's business. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, here's the nuts and the bolts of it. And that's how we or know just he, the nuts. That's how we know he didn't make any of this up. He didn't say she opened the door in lingerie. He said eh, an old yeah. uh, baseball jersey. And he opened my mind to a lot of these different positions. Where I, I before I spoke to Anthony, I would thought, well, I would like to mount the six and mm-hmm. look at Mm-mm. the four. But right. now, now you know oh, better. I think you know about better. it. I can rest my beer on the four right. and watch the six. That's right. Mm-hmm. Pro move. Yeah. <laughs> and he's thought about it. By the way, how, you know when these guys, they're like, oh, yeah, we've been doing this since high school. Huh? High, high school? school. I'm high school. I made a face. I don't know if you noticed. Like, what? I was beating my meat in a bathroom without a shower oh. in high school. Who pulls off these threesomes? That's a good question. None of our friends. Yeah, how does, this, I know. how does this work? No idea. All right, let's see. Well, we're going to talk to uh, Eddie Brown's stuntman, who's done tons of mm. movies now. Oh, watch the doc. Trans- mm. Me too. Uh, Transformers, The Avengers, The Town. Oh, yeah, a lot of good car chase. But uh, he's a ton of TV shows. Remember, he was talking about Fall Guy and you know, on and on and on. Blues what, Brothers? 2012, Max Apata said to me, it's not on my list, but now I'm confused. It's. It's not. It's not listed first. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, I'm so wrong. I'm so wrong. You're 100 percent right. That. There it is. Yes, 2012 on there. Yeah, for some reason I is saw it the climate change movie or the one where the there was a disaster or something. Yes, it said 2012 Transformers, and for some reason I was like, oh, it's the last Transformer or whatever. But sure. sorry, yes, 2012. Uh, we just watched a shit out of that movie in Monterey. <laughs> oh, no. Now you say what you want. About the movie okay. t- 2012 <laughs> with uh, John Cusack. We st- okay. Bedtime at Monterey is about 1030 okay. because we have to be at the track at 830. We got a wheels up by mm-hmm. eight. People are out drinking and eating at six, 630, been in the sun. Everyone just gasses out by about 1015 and everyone just starts disappearing to their own room. I put on 2012 at 1015. It was like a two-hour and 40-minute movie. Nobody left. Wow. wow. We all watched it to the end. It, does, it has its moments. There's, there's some good moments in that movie. I'm sure. not even saying it's good. We, no, no, it's not. Nobody could leave. <laughs> they were compelled. They, they were compelled. The power of Cusack compels you. But there was, uh, there was some limo driving, some stunt limo driving in that movie. Oh, yeah. And they drove the sh- wheels off that goddamn thing. So we'll get into uh, Eddie about that. And then also doing the uh, Snake River Canyon rocket. Yeah. Rocket jump and everything else. First, I'll tell you about Sleeper, modern fantasy experience designed to connect people over sports with integrated chat and a sleek interface. I know the Sleeper app. Oh, yeah. This is very well known and very popular amongst the fantasy community. Well, now is the time because uh, the NFL's starting up soon, man. Sleeper users talk more to their league mates, fantasy, NFL, NBA, even LCS League of Legends. Free, by the way. Zero ads, genuinely premium experience, total control over your fantasy draft and season. 
Redraft as well. Uh, Dynasty, best ball, sleeper. Play fantasy sports and do it your way. Fastest growing fantasy platform. Millions of users built almost entirely on word of mouth. Available at the App Store and Google Play and on your desktop as well. Download the Sleeper app and start playing today. All right, stuntman Eddie Braun is going to be in here and we'll talk to him right after this. Saving starts with internet and wireless from Xfinity. Because when you get Xfinity Internet and Add Mobile, you can save up to $400 a year on wireless. Enjoy fast, reliable internet at home and nationwide 5G on the go, included at no extra cost. Get Xfinity Internet and Mobile together and ask how to get an eligible 5G phone on us. And for a limited time, $300 back. Don't miss out. Go to Xfinity.com slash start saving. Call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Savings based on optimized pricing. Actual savings may vary.